1: You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the
2: FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at (laughs) fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. And the last word I said to Simon Byron was Rimdkatzel. Rimdkatzel. I then you forgot to say good evening. Good evening, Hello, everybody. good evening, and welcome. Welcome to One Life Left. It's a video game radio show. And you've caught us in the middle of business. <laughs>
3: aren't that? we always in the middle of business? We've always we are got at the something moment, going we?
2: on. Uh, I'm Steve Curran. Hello, I'm
0: Simon Byron.
3: And I'm Anne Scantlebury.
0: Together. We are We're business people
3: <laughs> Aren't
2: we <laughs> Well we are a limited company Aren't None's we limited company, yeah. Very a, limited
3: uh, I paid an invoice The other day Oh congratulations It was paid within 11 minutes of receipt Come on Yes That's how you do it
0: And what's special about 11 minutes Anne I don't know
3: what? That's, that, that's
0: how fast Mariokie at GDC Sold out It is
3: Yes Hey
0: Lucky number 11 Yeah For mm. us How's everybody doing
3: Doing pretty good Bit tired
0: Why are you so tired
3: Got a lot on, Simon. Okay. Business, business, isn't it? <laughs> it's a tiring, it's a tiring thing. Fair enough. Yeah. How are you?
0: Yeah. All right. It's pretty tired. I tried getting sleep last night. Oh dear. Yeah.
3: What What do you do just before bed? Is it screens?
0: <sighs> I was reading about. I was reading about what's happening in America.
3: That's always going <laughs> to give you saying? nightmares because it's a living nightmare. They
0: won't be listening to uh, Resonance when we go over to you, because apparently they're checking the social medias and the and the <sighs> stuffs, aren't they? So we've got to be very careful.
3: No, we don't. <laughs> no we don't Okay. If they don't let us in because no, of that then bu- that's fine No but we've
0: got an obligation though to the people that we start out for in 11 that's minutes right. Okay fair enough
3: It's alright we'll do it remotely if Fair we have enough to.
2: How are you doing Steve? I am good I think I am good uh, It's an exciting busy time for us all That's why we're talking business What's going before on. the show Loads yes. going on I'm sure we will talk about that later in the show We've got a couple of features We said we got a couple of features last week But right. we didn't get a chance to play one of them Because of Mev Dink. Mev
0: Dink, <laughs> I was a good feedback on Twitter from the from the, uh, the interview. Fantastic! Having I'm, Mev not, on?
2: I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, no, it was so good that we didn't get a chance to play our pre-recorded material. No. But we will do this week, without <laughs> doubts,
3: unless
2: one person changes that.
3: Yeah, uh,
0: I was leaving. I was heading down to the show. Uh, John, who I work with, he's, he's been on the show. Actually, he came on just for yep. Christmas. He said. Uh, Who's on the show tonight, Simon, he said. I said, oh, we've got Jake Tucker coming on the show. He said, that's an excellent name, he said. So, uh, welcome, Jake Tucker. Hello. Hey, thanks. Uh, uh we could um you're 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 a man of uh, some fingers and many pies aren't you i like to keep busy a <laughs> man guess. of business yeah so we're going to be talking to you about a lot of stuff so you you uh you're working for develop at the moment you're the organizer of video brains and you've just released a game is that right yeah that's correct and you're freelancing for lots of other various people too yeah
4: pretty much everywhere absolutely. how are we going to fit you in I mean, you've got me captive now. I have to get past you guys to get to the door. That's a good point. Good point.
0: Good. So uh, we'll be chatting to Jake uh, about the stuff, what he's up to. What should we do before that, though, Anne?
3: Let's do that thing we always do.
0: It's Anne's news. 7.04
3: on Monday the 30th of January I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news Classic FM is launching a new video game music show The Chinese room's Jessica Rice who composed the music for Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and Dear Esther will present the show It will cover symphonic music from games so probably no chiptune crossover here we have to worry about The six week series will start on April the 22nd and will broadcast every Saturday evening between 9 and 10pm The only bad thing about it is it's not on the best radio station in the world, Resonance 104.4 FM
0: You were five seconds into the news section before there was a type, a verbal typo. Oh, really? Yeah, Jessica Rice. What did I. Jessica Curry. (laughs) (laughs) Do
3: you know I. What a. Yeah. What an idiot. Right. I'm looking. Maybe I was just hungry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I might be having dinner with Jessica Curry on Wednesday night, and I tell you what, you should come along and (laughs) apologise.
2: I mean, we've done worse, haven't we? <laughs> I
3: wonder why you two got your phones out. I was like, is something terrible just happened. I've been,
2: I've been checking to see who Jessica Rice is. Right,
3: so who is
0: Jessica Rice?
2: There's an artist at Jessica Rice Art. Okay, maybe there's confusion there, but no, there's no obvious. Unless you were confusing her with the Jessica Rice who is marketing and digital support no. at the University of Queensland, Australia.
0: There's Annika Rice, which has got the same sort of cadence, isn't it? It's Tim Curry. Why? What are the food? <laughs> Jessica <laughs> chips. What? <laughs> Can you eat before you come on the show next time, please?
3: No. Do you know what? It's, I wrote it down. And what? I looked that's at what? it. I, Jessica Rice. And I huh? looked at it on the way and I was like, nice I'm mate. sure that's right. <laughs> I'm sure that's right.
0: Jake, you're a journalist. What, no. what, what, what sort of pro, pro, processes could, <laughs> would you suggest to Anne that we put in <laughs> to ensure that we're not delivering alter, alternate facts? I mean. about <laughs> oh,
3: no. It's fake news. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no.
0: I
4: mean, a basic Google usually
0: helps right, me right out. Exactly. Yeah. I've
3: done all the Google. It was my fingers. <laughs>
4: right.
0: Okay. I'm sure no one will notice, and that this will never come up again.
4: I mean, uh, my old, uh, an old lecturer that I used to work with did accidentally kill the Queen in Blackpool. Right. Getting uh, published on the wrong thing.
5: So okay, wow.
1: No. Well,
3: I, I mean, this yet. feels
4: what Anne's done feels this
0: worse. Does
3: feel worse. This <laughs> is um, <Fake>
0: news. This <laughs> 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 is good news.
3: <laughs> it's good news.
0: <laughs> it's good news. It's though. really good news. <laughs> so yes, congratulations to you, Jessica. Who? Um... <laughs> <No. laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, no, this is great. Okay, I was yeah.
0: going to ask you to expand upon it, but what's the point? <laughs> You'd probably just make it up. Yeah, it's on 1FM every other Wednesday. <laughs>
3: Phoenix has palled up with Marvel to announce that they're developing a bunch of games together. An Avengers game will be the first to come from the partnership. It will be developed by IDOS Montreal and two major studio Crystal Dynamics. Marvel said of the project, The Avengers project is being designed for gamers worldwide and will be packed with all the characters, environments and iconic moments that have thrilled longtime fans of the franchise. There's no news on when the game will arrive, but when it does, you can expect whole cities to be brought to their knees.
0: It's the Justice League that they're doing the game on. Is it? Yeah just as legal Is that not as the Avengers? Yeah, no, I'm doing a joke about oh, to the Avengers. Call back to that. Call back to that. Simon! The, you've got to keep up. You've got to keep up. <laughs> Always thinking... They've
3: got, and also the Avengers, they all have different names for things. It's okay but i got this right
0: you, you did you Good, did thanks, um, and you made a, a fairly decent stab at that story given that there's very little detail is there is there uh mm. jake do you know anything behind the scenes on this no and i've been looking into it have you, know, you? Right. is it the deus ex team that are doing it because uh they said today <laughs> that the deus ex uh, is going on hold didn't they or somebody said
4: i mean they haven't announced it but i guess they're free now okay. so that would make sense
0: why would they put deus ex on hold did anybody play the most recent one um, no I mean, that, that's probably why
2: <laughs> I guess We got to the bottom of that story So it's a It's a good fit, isn't it? Final Fantasy And uh, And The Avengers um, okay. Both, I mean, a guess Both basically Pointless, never-ending franchises <laughs> Go on forever And Square already Have this relationship with Disney Who own um that because square have done kingdom hearts oh, which yeah. is also garbage so it fits <laughs> super well
3: you did say you were grumpy today didn't I, you? i'm
2: fine <laughs> i'm absolutely fine um and this all fits in with the thing i was talking about i don't think i was talking about it on air t- maybe i was talking to one of you okay. last week about this about how i am convinced that within 15 years you will see the star wars uh cast bleeding into the avengers universe and therefore the Disney Universe. You've you definitely you will, mentioned that to me. Yeah, you will get Donald Duck and Howard the Duck in, the, in on, on the Wars Star Wars. On
3: it is awful, though. Thinking about it, when you say bleeding into, considering how violent they all are, including Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Donald Duck bleeding all over Black Widow. Is that one?
5: <laughs> <That's bleak. laughs>
3: Studio Kojima has let us all take a look around the new offices for Kojima Productions and oh boy they are fancy. As you enter you come face to face with a sort of astronaut looking samurai holding a flag in a long white room. As you wander around you see Kojimas art adorning the walls. There's a slick looking mocap room filled with lights and cameras. The boardroom looks like a boardroom and then there's the awards room that TVH looks like it could do with some more awards. The first game the studio will be put to use for is Death Stranding and if the decor anything to go by we bet it's going to be fancy. Is there
2: actually awards room
3: yeah it's better
2: like it's really
0: weird he's He's made with Jeff keithley isn't he so it could be the game awards
2: room (laughs) so the headline of this article was you know it's something along the lines of kojima goes indie we catch up with his office yeah
3: his office looks super indie (laughs)
2: super indie like really 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 nice
3: where's
0: he got all his money from who's who's bankrolling him is it he's, he's working with sony on this isn't he
4: yeah, I think I don't know how much Sony is spending on skyscrapers, which is where he currently is. <laughs> is
2: that? <laughs> or the or the awards room? Maybe maybe Konami are bankrolling him. maybe this is all a big PR <laughs> campaign. Yeah, that would be the twist, wouldn't it?
0: Kojima, wouldn't be it?
2: Clever, clever. He's
0: gone a bit too Kojima for me. I think I've mentioned this before. Really? I've got very very little interest in Death Stranding. Maybe
3: he's just really into um interior decoration and he's been watching like he's had a bit of time off he's watched a lot of daytime TV about how to do quick fixes that make your house look great and he's just gone around got quite a nice office and he's gone I reckon I could do this myself and that's what he's been doing all this time
2: maybe the office is the game who knows I don't know I have no interest in it either like uh, this this game I do have an interest in what happens to it when it comes out and everyone else's reaction but I doubt I'll ever play it I doubt I'll have the time like presumably it's going to be A huge thing, endless cutscenes, and those cutscenes will be things that people say are interesting and artistically valid, and I will disagree. I'm not grumpy. I'm not. I'm I'm having.
3: Okay, I mean, you sound really upbeat.
2: (laughs) I'm having a nice time.
3: Get your ears ready for a Sega party, because a huge selection of tracks from the company's past games have come to Spotify. Music from games like Jet Set Radio, Skies of Arcadia, the OutRun games, Golden Axe, and the Night Series are up for your streaming pleasure. We're hoping other game companies catch on, particularly Nintendo, who could do us a great service by adding that live version of the Mario theme Miyamoto did a little while back. Jet
2: Set Radio soundtrack, brilliant. Yeah,
0: well, why would you um, have more than one OutRun um, song? On Spotify.
2: Well, this—that's controversial, isn't it? No. You, is it? Is it? It is not. Wh- which one? Magical sound, sound shower, shower. Yeah. Not splash wave. No. Mm. What's controversial about what I just we, said? Because some people think. What splash people?
0: Wave. I know. Name one people.
2: You're. This is very. <laughs> You're bullying, <laughs> right? <now. laughs> You're making it. What like, do you, what's your opinion? How interesting. Which one's <laughs> the default one? Uh, splash wave. Okay. Which one's the one that goes do 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 do? None of them. <laughs> Which one's that one? <laughs> I think you're trying to do
5: magical
0: sound shower.
2: Am I? Yeah. Alright, well I like that dude- one. Dude- hac- dou- do do
0: do 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 Yeah, that one.
2: Do 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 yeah. You just
3: don't need Spotify. You, don't, you just don't need it, tune in. Text in.
2: Yeah, that's the best one. It is the best one, yeah.
3: So you're in agreement?
2: Yeah. At, oh, at the moment. Which one do you like?
3: I don't know.
4: I like the third one <laughs> Jake, have you got any strong Coffers. I, I hate to admit it I've never played an
2: out-one game No! Uh, well Hold you, on Wait, I could just Spotify them couldn't I? You could, could. do Look, at, look them yeah. up now um,
0: Yeah, good I saw people were very excited about this
3: Yeah, it's always nice to have things on Spotify Exactly <laughs> Just easy, isn't it?
2: <laughs> good riffing, Anne Really, <laughs> <laughs> really solid <laughs>
3: Finally, great news, everyone. Nintendo is advocating playing your Switch on the toilet. The latest advert in Germany for the new console shows a dude having a little sit-down with his pants down while playing Mario Kart 8. Something-something, skid marks, etc. lol. In these dark and troubling times, it's important to find your moments of peace and reflection where you can. And if that's playing Zelda on the bog, then, well, you go, Glen Coco.
2: Passing Breeze. That's the one I like. Do you? Passing Breeze. Okay. Whistle it, then. I don't like that
0: one. Can you delete it off Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> just, just get rid of it. Just get rid. Yeah. Um. Go oh, on, keep going. <laughs> uh, so they don't advocate um, <laughs> uh, playing one two switch on the toilets.
3: Oh, they didn't do that in the app, No, but that would have been great, they wouldn't it? They should do, shouldn't they? Yeah, lol.
0: You can do your milk, your milking.
3: Which you're very good at, it was apparently. 7, 17
0: cups, mate. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you could do that. You could do your safe cracking.
3: Is that what you call it? And you, you could do your quick,
0: your quick draw. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. can. There's just three of the 20 games that will be coming.
2: <laughs> Shortly. You see, that's the bit you should have really it. triggered. This is but, where, yeah. when you're just coming around the first main corner. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it's good, because it's synced with your... yeah. Anyway, uh, you've been listening to One Life Lives. <laughs> News uh and a little bit of magical sound shower. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Anne.
4: One life left video game
5: news with Anne Scantleberry Berry.
2: Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Cats by Drags Connor. Simon said. I, sa- I thought it sounded like an old computer game. It does a bit, doesn't it? I like it.
3: <laughs> I like cats.
2: So that's why we selected the song. <laughs> uh, that and the fact that it is currently, right now, top on chipmusic.org, uh, which is a great place. Number one. To find all kinds of brilliant chiptune music. Also, the easiest place to find it. Yeah. That that particular it's convenient one's top. to us as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just do it. Good. Jake, thanks for coming in, taking time out of your busy schedule. You're um you're you're shooting off abroad tomorrow.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm off, off to uh, Montreal. Cool.
1: What are you going to do over there?
4: Um I'm off to Ubisoft. I'm not sure how much I can say about that. Okay, let's say a bit more than Let's find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go as far as you Go we'll as just far keep as you it Ubisoft. It's yeah, actually exactly. <laughs> No, um there's a big Rainbow Six invitational tournament now. Okay. They're going to reveal new content. Um, so I'm going to go out there for that and talk to the developers and stuff like that. It's been about a year since it's come out, so right. retrospective time, right?
2: Yeah. Why is Rainbow called Rain- Rainbow Six the other way around? Why is Rainbow Six called Rainbow? Um, I think it's... You know, I've actually spoken to the developers, so I should know a, this exactly. rainbows are nice. Can you ask them while you're over there? Rainbows are nice and six? What? I don't get it. Um... So actually, I've spoken to Tom
4: Clancy about this, uh, bizarrely, okay. as it goes, um, and everyone involved that made the game was like, Rainbow Six is a really silly name, what if we have to make a sequel? And Tom Clancy was like, no, Six is in charge, this book is about the man in charge of Rainbow, and right. um, then they had to make sequels, so you get right. like Rainbow Six, 3, 2, 7, it's... The man in charge of Rainbow? Uh, is Like the six. TV show? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Zippy, paramilitary. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
0: we
5: we'll play that.
0: Who are you going there on behalf of?
4: Is this your consumer journalism, your trade journalism, or...? <laughs> um lots and lots of different places uh, officially i guess i'm going for a rock, paper shotgun okay but, um i'm taking a week off work so i need to write something for everyone so i don't starve to death horribly
0: so you uh, you've been involved in uh lots of things since since you uh popped up in the games industry where, where did you start
4: um i started with uh, video brands. i guess okay i um i was working in marketing and it was awful
0: right <laughs> what were you marketing <laughs> you able to say
4: um yeah, I mean, I probably shouldn't say, but I was marketing phones and okay. furniture, and both were pretty terrible. Right. So I thought, hey, I'll give the games industry a go. Okay. And just kind of pushed myself in.
0: Uh, tell us a bit, well, tell our, our listeners a bit more about Video Brains.
4: Yeah, um, Video Brains is, is a monthly speaking event. Um, Vice described us politely as the TED Talks of video games, which I really like, but probably isn't that true. Basically, we just get six people in a bar every month to tell us for 15 minutes at a time about something about games they really like. Okay. And then we all get really drunk. <laughs>
0: And your uh, your your speaker list is usually pretty impressive isn't it from 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 what i can gather because you you've uh, you've previously had them on Mondays, so we've been able to come that's why we haven't been asked to speak or I, I'd, I'd imagine yeah. or the other times we do doing it on weekends i couldn't make it
4: yeah um i mean you can say our speaker list is uh interesting as much as you want i'll really take it um <laughs> I guess we're quite lucky because we're quite informal. A lot of people go to like business talks and they have to talk about like facts and figures or they have to talk about like moving (laughs) pixels around in editors. Whereas you can just come to ours and be like, oh, Resident Evil is a really scary game. And when I was a kid, it really scared me for this reason. Okay. And you'll get a generally good response.
0: Right. Can you recall uh, who, who you, the highlights that you've had sort of since, since been going?
4: Yeah. Um, Rami Ismail show, showed up, which was nice because he just showed up at the event and was really? like, hey, I heard this was on today. Can I talk? fantastic um, out, out of nowhere and I was like yeah sure take the stage okay um, and, what, and his was an
0: impromptu talk
4: was it yeah it was about uh it was about nuclear throne and I, I think the overall tone of it was how to make your players hate you because that seemed to be okay. what he was going for it's like hey I really like screwing people what? over with this this and this uh-huh. um we have Mike Biffle come along and talk about Brechian theatre okay which I couldn't recap for you because it was <laughs> pretty high level uh Kieran Gillen Lots and lots of people have uh, come along, which is great for us. Great. So uh, it's every month. It's at loading now,
0: isn't it? Because it used to be at
4: meltdown. Yeah, we used to be at the meltdown. Um, honestly, the loading bar is just loading, a bit bigger.
0: Jimmy's <laughs> <laughs> like, like that.
4: I mean it was a bit of an awkward thing saying hey I'm going to have to hop over to the other place but we just needed more space and right. everyone was standing shoulder to the shoulder and it's hard to kind of be casual yeah, when yeah. people are all up in your eyes. No elbows. one
3: wants to touch someone else's shoulder. We got
4: poached by loading as we well did exactly. Didn't? I think, think he's fine. still
2: trying to work out how to put us back in the shell. It's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: us look at what
0: uh, So that's Video Brains. Uh, your journalism at the moment then so you're doing trade and consumer. Yeah. yeah. How's, how's that? Um, how, how is it splitting the audiences?
4: I would say um, it's it's definitely interesting because a lot of the a lot of the trade work that I do is kind of the news, the day to day. So I spend most of my time talking to people for news stuff, uh-huh. and then um, all of the consumer-facing journalism I used to do is now me tapping away at my computer late into the evening. Right. And um, It's good because I appreciate it a lot more. I got to a point, kind of middle of last year, where all I was doing was super fun consumer features. Right. And I kind of in my head was like, "This is rubbish." Having to <laughs> uh, go here to Paris and see this game is just the most boring thing. So now that I've kind of Got the balance sorted again. I'm actually enjoying the fun stuff, which is Great. probably good. And do you think?
0: Do you think you can tell that in your in your writing? That you're, mean- you're enjoying it more.
4: I mean, I hope so. Like, um, I read it back, and I'm like, "Hey, I don't totally hate this," so that's a benefit. But um, I guess I'll find out when someone angrily tweets me on Twitter. If
0: you Need to have a thick skin. I, I, yeah, I, it's something I thought about before. If you're if you're doing if you're uh, if you're a journalist now, just yeah, how how you respond to a lot of that stuff. I mean, you mentioned Rami; he got a lot of hassle over the weekend, didn't he, about <laughs> the stuff that Vlambeer were quite rightly doing? Um, and then uh, you've recently just published a game on Steam.
4: Yeah. Um- Gun. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No. So tell us about that. It's called Twenty Something.
4: it has been available on Itch, right? Yeah. It's been on. I released it on Itch about uh, last March, and then as I was coming towards the end of the year, I figured, hey, maybe I could get this released on Steam. And actually, there was no fun adversity tale. I just put it on green light, and okay. then it got voted in. Which is <laughs> what was
0: the um what was the process of green light like? Because uh, uh, from the outside, it feels very mysterious
4: and. like it's- it's as much work as making the game like i, really? still, I mean it took me 18 months to make 20 something like right? okay. like originally but um getting it on the steam was basically those 18 months of work but in like a week you need to suddenly make a trailer, and for a text adventure, that was a bit silly. But uh, let's <laughs> make a trailer and screenshots, and find out a way to get people to click yes when they could click no, and then you get in, and then you have to give Steam like hundreds of details and start certifying. It's, for a, for a guy who just writes. It was really surprising, actually.
0: Okay, uh, what what did you do to encourage people to vote to vote yes?
4: Um, I mean, I, I PayPal'd them all five pounds each. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I, I just kind of put it up there when I said this is what the game is about, um, this is how long it runs for, like, I, I think it's quite interesting, and it's basically done so I can push it as soon as you guys greenlight it. Right. And I think, like, 60% of people voted no, and 40%... Uh, 40, 42 or something, uh, 40 voted yes, and that was great, actually, because that was enough.
0: Okay. T- tell us about the game specifically, then.
4: Yeah, I mean... Um, It's all going to sound a bit emotional, but it was basically, um, it's just a game about being kind of 20-something and dating and loneliness in London. Okay. Um, I guess the main reason that I wrote it is I was always really annoyed because at least when I started work on it, kind of maybe two and a half years ago now, um, there weren't really any protagonists with autism or Asperger's around except for like To The Moon, so I thought I'd just write my own, and then I did just to learn Twine. Okay. And then, um, then it turned out that people quite liked it, so I... Released it and then that did okay, so I released it on Steam.
0: The um the uh, the process of coming f- uh, as somebody writes about games to to creating them. How, how did you how, how did you find that?
4: Yeah, I mean it's um it's a really weird thing to cross over because I, a lot of a lot of stuff unrelated. That writing is quite a throwaway thing. I'll spend a day writing something and then I will push it out into the internet and then I'll kind of look at it for a day and then it's gone and I'll probably never think about it again. Whereas with this, it was genuinely 18 months of my free time like i'd spend a couple hours on it maybe two or three evenings a week and you just slowly watch this thing come together and uh, being on the other side of the criticism like putting it out there and then seeing like reviews come in on steam right. stuff like that is terrifying like it's something i've never really appreciated before because yeah. i just kind of sat there and it's like I, t- I try not to be too negative when i'm writing anything but you know if you want to snark a little bit that's okay yeah and now i'm like you will not snark about my game oh no <laughs> um so it's I feel like I've learned a bit more about games as like a big cohesive thing, yeah. if that doesn't sound, yeah. if that doesn't make me sound too terrible of no. a person. But so um, has it
2: changed the way you write? Um, <sighs> Will you snark at other people's games now?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, still probably not, I would say in terms of, like the writing's very different, um, when you're writing kind of like the text adventure, it's okay to be quite flowery and expand on stuff, whereas with journalism it's still keeping it as short as possible.
2: But will you, like, knowing what it feels like to get criticism like that, how has that affected the way you appraise other people's games?
4: Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's changed too much. I will, like, I, I guess one thing that I found is when I'm reviewing, like, the really smaller indie stuff, I guess I'm more inclined to give it a chance now, at least when I'm playing it. I don't think it changes what I write, but I definitely feel like
2: I understand what they're trying to do a bit more. Okay. Is thats that... Is that- I don't know. I talk to a lot of people at... Uh, a lot of game developers at bigger studios yeah. who, it turns out, are also humans who <laughs> also get hurt by, you know, a review that snarks at them. And I know that there was a feeling when I was a journalist, you know, that it was, you know, definitely it's okay to give uh, the getaway a kicking because, <laughs> you know, it's a huge game and they should have done these things correctly. But every single thing you snark at is constructed by a human. And... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I would like to see a move in in journalism generally towards a uh, more subjective tone, which is, you know, (laughs) these things are not constructed for everyone. Indeed, something that is constructed for everyone is generally worse. And for me, it's, you know, there's far more value in finding one person to love something than, you know, 99 people saying, oh, it's okay, therefore thumbs up. Um, yeah, I, it, I, definitely, uh, it definitely changed the way I write, making things. Did you,
0: you're a gamer, really, really kicked into a game at the weekend, didn't they? This, so this is the worst game that's ever been made for, for PlayStation 4. And right. um, <coughs> Excuse me, there was um, a lot of glee in the comments of yeah. the readers going, ah, 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 they love it. but then um, uh, a lot of the response to that that I saw was like, come on, guys, what, you know, what, what do you think you've got out of this? Spend time directing other people towards stuff they should be
2: playing rather than just holding this up and giving it right. a kick in. And that's the problem, I think, with your position right now is that as a writer who gets paid freelance, you'll find the clicks come for things that you say that are, you know, mean. Because kids like people being mean about other people. And and there's that sort of bullying atmosphere. I think that's a really hard thing to resolve as someone trying to make a a freelance career because the things that people want you to write may now not be the things that you want to write.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I guess something I always found really interesting is that I've never, I guess because, because of the aspects that I mentioned earlier, like I've always considered really... Really heavily what my actions will do on people. Mm. So like even, I mean, no one ever wants to give a game a kicking. And totally what you're saying is, every now and again, someone will give a game a kicking. I mean, uh, like IBT ran a review where they gave Forza Horizon a four out of ten, right? Uh-huh. Which is there's a good pun there in that headline, isn't there? Isn't
2: there? <laughs> do, you think, do you think they were thinking we give it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a five? <laughs> yeah, no, <exactly>. yeah.
4: <laughs> but I remember, I, I remember I'm just imagining it now being a five. Someone had to go, no, no, it isn't. Um, I remember Phil Spencer came out on stage and was like, "Hey, someone gave Forza Horizon a four out of ten. and that I, it just I feel like that sort of thing must be really gutting. But also for for the, for the site that published a four out of ten review, you are going to get thousands of people. Come to really on
0: one way or another
4: yeah I think it 's tough because there is no way to monetize writing online without selling ads, and if you want to sell ads, you have to get clicks and a lot of, a lot of websites so like Forbes will pay you based on how many people click on your article. Right, so some yeah, of the please. forbes i 'm not naming anything, but some of the Forbes articles i right. 've seen are like, "Hey, this is the worst thing ever. Click on it to find out uh, and then you click yeah. and it 's like actually it 's all right. Fake news, fake news.
0: Um, just briefly, then, before we move on, uh, you published on itch and then on Steam. Did you did you notice a difference in reaction to it with uh, per- with people that uh, the that bought it via itch then Steam?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, one one benefit for Steam is that people have bought it. Okay. Uh, and that was quite nice, um, but. Something I found really interesting is when it was on Greenlight, a lot of people were like, I don't want your visual novel on my game platform. Right. Or like, this doesn't belong here. Why don't you try DeviantArt? Which didn't make any sense to me <laughs> because DeviantArt don't yeah. publish games. But um, I think people on itch were much nicer. The reviews I got in general, the feedback was good. Um, but interaction and engagement naturally, because they're not a monolith, um, was much lower. Um, whereas Steam's been a lot wilder so um, someone reviewed it today because I'm obsessively checking them. Um, gave it like a six point, six out of 10 at the bottom of the Steam review but still gave it a positive review because right. he was like there's a lot of interesting stuff yeah, here yeah. whereas another guy was like this is terrible I can't believe I paid for this I can't believe anyone would pay for this right. I'm upset that I even clicked it and I'm like oh okay <laughs> Uh, has it put you off? You're going to do it again? Um, yeah, I'm already midway through something, but this time with Unity, so uh, okay. it'll be a real game, as, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Great. Uh, what's so? Um, it's
0: available on Steam and Itch. Um, called Twenty Something. Uh, what's the best way others can
4: sort of follow you? Um, I guess keep up with video brains on and other stuff. I'm underscore Jake Tucker. Um, I tend to shamelessly retweet everything I'm involved with there. Right, <laughs> excellent. <laughs>
0: Good, see you there.
6: Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left, local news. Testing of the new Worms Trident missile has gone wrong. The Worms were meant to be firing the weapon on top of a submarine towards the ocean, but they forgot to take the wind into account, and it started going back towards the land instead. It's another catastrophe for the Worms project, which has seen the general public turn against it. One of the worms speaking under condition of anonymity said, things have been going wrong for a while due to a lack of funding and the top brass are trying to keep lid on things. Other countries get ninja ropes, uppercuts and exploding sheep, but all we have is this. We just can't keep burying our heads in the soil. Oh, and an annelid Is a type of worm in case you didn't get the pun earlier. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Email messages and forward BCC's one
5: life
0: letters. I was going to say just stop the jingle. Two letters we've got this
2: week. Who? Two of them. How long have we been doing this? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Two letters. They said we'd build an audience. Yeah. Start slow, right? Exactly. You know, start so we, slow. Did it. we didn't did panic it. after week one, did we? We did it in we a loft in Denmark know. Street, didn't <laughs> we? We, <laughs> we did. And, and left in tears. She did. <laughs> Could have fallen down that place. Yeah. Risked our lives. Ten years. Ten years. Two letters. Two letters. Two letters.
3: No, guys. What we should be doing is praising the people that sent the letters, not the everyone Well, who are they? Everyone else. Well, wait
2: wait, and see who they are first because they might be rubbish letters. I've got a point, not actually. Like I, think, I think maybe we're
5: responding
0: to our audience yeah, incorrectly. Start, incorrectly. The, start, the start the jingle again. Start
3: the jingle
2: again. No, it's still going.
0: Thank you so much for your letters that we received this week. Honestly, I can't believe it. It's so good
2: to have community behind you, (laughs) isn't isn't it? it? All the
0: time. Best friends. Um, friends. Should we give the writers of these letters, what should we give them? Should we
3: give them a video game? I've invited one of them to my wedding. (laughs) Have you? Congratulations. That's what happens (laughs) when you just... Yeah, you write in. You'll get get an invitation. Tremendous. Who knows what (laughs) we'll be giving
0: away next?
3: (laughs) My child. I'm not having
0: one. (laughs) Thank you. Anne, who's that letter?
3: Oh, our beloved Ben Hall. Oh, Oh, yeah. Best Ben. Uh, Dear team, plus a super special guest. In an attempt to become known for my intelligence and not just for my looks, I applied to be on Only Connect, the quiz where you are tested on finding connections between random clues. Anyway, because I was applying as a solo contestant, I got rejected. Sad face. So, does anyone else in the world of One Life Left want to enter for the series (laughs) after (laughs) next? To make this relevant to the show, I am prepared to call the team Ki without any sponsorship payments needing to be made. Cheers. Ben, that's quite a specific. Letter is that meant letter? to be read
0: uh, read out on air? <laughs> I didn't check <laughs> that when you. it came
3: in. I was like, mm, no, I think okay.
0: it is. I mean, yes. How many people are on Only Connect? I don't on, know. On, on on the teams, it must be 4 must isn't it? No, I mean, is it? Oh. Is it?
3: I don't know. I've never seen. I don't, I don't even know. know what this means.
0: Okay, okay. It's
3: uh, Victoria
0: Cohen's show, isn't it? Is it? And it's uh, it's a very difficult TV up. quiz show.
3: How difficult?
0: Very difficult, actually. Very difficult. I think, um, like uh, John Walker watches it, doesn't he? So, and he's clever.
4: On a scale of one to ten, how difficult would you say it was?
0: I D- honestly a ten. I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not. And that's not a joke.
2: Mm. I've I watched it once and didn't understand what was going on. I've never gone back. Although Ben screen captured the other day, posted me the answer to one of the questions the oh, other yeah. day was boobs, <laughs> 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 boobies, or shell oil. Was was. No, she went of her own accord. Ah, so we, were, we would have been okay, okay. then, I think. Right. Maybe
0: they've run out of questions sort of to one.
2: Edge ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. No, I think we should do that. Um, if you, what
3: reason I haven't seen it is because it used to be on a Monday. Ah, it's now moved from it's vi- Mondays to Fridays. It's the video
0: brains of TV yeah, quizzes, isn't there it? We go. <laughs> uh, yes, Ben. We'll see you there.
5: <laughs>
2: you, you know, well, you know that was a very specific question. Yeah. But we are happy to like, exactly. Y- you've seen how we behave when we answer general questions. Yep. We get distracted and we don't. <laughs>
0: exactly. We don't do it. But that one, yep. but yeah. very specific. You want a yes or a no? Thanks for writing in. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No problem. Jake, you've got a question. Uh, question letter. Yeah, I've got one <laughs> from. a, it's a, it's a question. <laughs>
4: Yes, is the it answer. does have a question. Okay, yes. yes. Thankfully. <laughs> I, got, I got all confused. I can't do general questions either. Uh, so, this is from Robert Wells. Thanks, Robert. Um, so, this is Hello, team. Hello, super special guest. That's me. Hello. Um, I fancied a bit of something silly but stompy, and me and the missus found ourselves playing Lego Jurassic World. The thing is, half an hour in, and we have no idea what we're meant to be doing. I guess stomping and smashing. But uh, when was the last time you were outfoxed by something aimed at something, uh, someone a third of your age? Pip, pip, Robert? <laughs> no.
0: I I actually, um, uh, there were a few Lego games that um, I would uh, take home early before they were released, and I'd be playing them with my son, Dexter, and we would get stuck. But because we were playing them before, no, because we were playing before they came out, we couldn't (sighs) go on YouTube. But actually, Lego Jurassic Park, uh, I found reasonably easy, actually. So. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It was a slick brag.
2: (laughs) It was, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I found... uh, Yeah, I found quite a lot of... Those games that have had lots and lots of sequels and then have built up like a a grammar over the previous versions, bewildering. So I tried to play uh, the new Guilty Gear game the other day, which is the first time I've played one of those since uh, Guilty Gear X back in the day, and I I, I couldn't understand what was going on. It's such a hardcore fighting game. Uh, Now, the same is true of when I eventually played Call of Duty. I don't know which iteration it was, but I just found it, you know, yeah, bewildering. Um, And I did struggle with Elite Dangerous at first as well, but more on that later in the show.
4: Anything to add? Yeah, I I can't play Stardew Valley. Uh, My partner laughs at me because she's never played a game and picked it up immediately, but I just can't, in my head, work out how to juggle everything. Right, mm. it's almost like real life, except more stressful. And with <laughs> potatoes.
3: Uh, what's that one? S- Super Smash Brothers. I s- oh, should, I no d- idea. <laughs> Again, Dexter plays that. No,
2: absolutely. I, why no, why are
3: you it. letting him
2: play that? That's bad parenting. Is it? Yeah. It's an. It, it's Isn't an, it for kids? No, it's just an appalling game that people should stay away from. It's got marriage in it, though. Yeah, that I'm going to get in trouble for, aren't I? Are you? Listeners are going to write in. Let's hope they do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Well, when you do, please send them to...
3: teamup one All
2: right, I guess we do, thanks to the lack of letters, we do have time uh, for our elusive feature. This week, it's another confession.
1: I'm Rob Beer, and this is Confessions of a Part-Time Gamer. Words of an interesting Learning a single new word can completely reframe your thinking. This happened when I found out about the word paracosm. A paracosm is a detailed imaginary world that is animated by your mind. It's often used to describe the way that children play, but it can also be used in reference to fiction. For example, when you don't like the film adaptation of a book you've read, it might be because what you're seeing doesn't match the paracosm that you've created of that world in your head. And that's because, even though the source material might be the same for all of us, our paracosms are created through the prism of our own subjective experiences. So that makes each one of us a world creator. The characters of our fiction are brought to life not just by their authors, but also born anew uniquely by their consumers each time they are experienced. But that means that as well as creating new life, we are also destroying it. I played through Rainbow Six Las Vegas 2 the other day, and in one level, thousands of people were massacred in an explosion. And that's on me. If I hadn't created that world, then those people in my seemingly safe paracosm wouldn't have been blown to pieces. It put me right off my casserole. Surely that means we have a responsibility to play games with softer plot lines. After all, doesn't that mean I killed the mum in Brothers A Tale of Two Sons? And isn't the real enemy in Command and Conquer the man in the sky that's getting the pleasure from all this warmongering? That's one to think about. But maybe there's another word just around the corner that will let us off the hook. What could it be? Killjoy. That might be it. Rob, stop being a killjoy.
2: That was uh, Rob Beer one of his confessions if you've got any questions for Rob of any, <laughs> of any sort uh, you can write to uh, write him <laughs> care of us care of us uh, uh, you can do that for any of our feature contributors any of them say Gabadawi or Rob <laughs> <laughs> If you want to be a feature contributor you can write in uh, Care of One Life Life Just write to us Please, Please. Write It's so lonely if out If you here. are If you are Jessica Chips or <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Rice Jessica any kind of side dish What else do you have for curry? Jessica oh, no. Saga Lou
3: <laughs> the- thing is, I think she's one of the best people in the games industry. She is. She is.
2: But that's not to say Jessica Rice isn't. <laughs> <laughs> she's one of the worst. <laughs> I know that's why it's all so
0: unfortunate. <laughs> I'm
3: so sorry.
0: I'm so glad it's you that did that.
3: Just such a stressful time. It does seem like
0: the sort of thing we would oh, do, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Good. <sighs> Anne's got us. Anne's got us.
2: No good. That's your error for the year. You've got it out of the way. Yeah. We've got it to come. Uh, So we are out to San Francisco in uh, February. Four weeks. Really excited about that. And the Uh, switch comes out in
0: four weeks, four days.
2: Going to be doing the radio show um, Tuesday through Friday at 30 p.m. from the main hall. Uh I will not PM.
3: That's incorrect. incorrect. It's 1 p.m. Sorry,
2: 1 p.m. I will not be there on Friday because at 30 I am doing my talk, well, which you is can do, funny you because you do half an hour. I won't be there either. Double yeah. tap. So
3: I'll be uh and it's Marioki the night before. So I'll be carrying the show by myself. A really
2: tricky show the which really I carried last year because you what happened to you last year?
3: I was so hungover I had to go and have a little sick. <laughs>
2: And Chris Graff, our co-presenter, couldn't talk. <laughs> all he did was just put on his glasses and take them off again.
3: <laughs> every so often,
2: good. every and so often he'd look at a guest and he'd go, uh, and then he right. and then he'd put on his glasses again. And this so, year they're doing it live on Twitch. Yeah, so on Twitch, why we not me so, we'll watching? So that's Play exciting. Uh, we do have the. Um, so you should all, if you are out in San Francisco, please come and see my talk. We also have. I thought we were talking about us then. Pat. We also no, have. No, no, we have, we are, are talking about no, that's no, no. all right. We also have. The Marriot on the Thursday night, please, please go there and see Steve sing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but only, you might have to pop out for a little bit. So. Yeah, <sighs>
2: um, yeah, it's sold out. Eleven minutes. Eleven minutes it took us to sell out. Stickers, um, isn't it? We, have, we 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 have an issue, don't we? We do. How Are we going to get everybody in? <laughs> <laughs> so there will be tickets on the door at um, 10 p.m. If you start, if you turn up at 9:30, we'll definitely be able to get you in, um, because some of the people who buy tickets don't show up. Because they have things that happen to them during the week and someone will go, oh, you've got to come to the Microsoft party and meet Mr. Microsoft. And they'll think that's their key to success and it won't be. It'll be their key to canapes. Which are worthwhile, Hello, maybe, but they're not some. worthwhile missing marioki for. We, no. You and I going go and get some cafes while yeah. we get some marioki. Plus, yeah. we will get some sponsor tickets back. So there will be tickets on the door from 9.30 Well, from 10, but, you know, turn up at 9.30. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be an amazing night. Really, 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 really excited great. about that. If you are not going to GDC, don't worry, because we're doing something very, very, very special on April the 6th.
0: In we're unlikely to be back between then, are we?
2: On air, we
0: need to think about a this. Good question.
3: I think we, we will be because it's an early GDC this year.
0: But we're going to have five weeks off, don't we? From March through until April,
2: think to about put it. Put the put Do, the shows no, no, up.
3: Yeah, no. Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. We're going to have to, mm. to pre-publicise this. That's true.
3: Why don't we get uh, our
0: collaborators on? Actually, that's a good idea. Thanks very much. Okay, we'll do that. Right, there you go. So, so well maybe we'll done.
2: announce that next time. But Business. either way, April 6th.
0: <laughs> April 6th, London. London. April 6th, you won't want to miss this. No. In London.
2: It's literally something we've never done never before. Never done before. Canapes. <laughs> <Exactly, yeah. laughs> maybe there will be. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, that, that's that's going to happen. Are we going to have one on next week? Oh, we'll see. Subject to availability. Announce- exactly, yeah. Announcement next week. <laughs> <laughs> For 104.4 FM This is Headland It's by Butter Bossa No relation to Bossa Studios
3: As far as we know As far as we know Don't know Games industry is a Many a tentacle thing
2: Many many a side dish thing <laughs> Today She's
3: very hungry oh, I hope mm. we get
2: letters about that next week yeah. I just hope we get letters mm, from,
0: Just talk
3: yeah. to us I don't think.
0: know Maybe we've received some now Have we, we just hit F5
1: five, like five.
2: Anything? Yeah, yeah, no, no Right. Yeah. You're out, out there. there did we did we read out the email address yes Last we week, read it out it is
3: team up one life God, oh, definitely is. done it this week
2: mm. google us yeah all
3: right reviews yeah
2: what have you been playing simon you sound very excited about that uh, it's been a mixed bag this week i have to Ooh, say um okay. mixed Uh, I've been playing a mobile
0: game, a console game. Uh, I was playing the mobile game. I was really enjoying it. I was playing Dandy Dungeon. Or dandy I've dungeons. Heard about that. Yeah, dandy
2: <coughs> dungeons. Dandy That's the dungeon. New hotness in mobile game. Is it hipsterism. now?
0: Yeah. So um, it's it's. Uh, I don't know who's by. I don't know what they're doing. Um, it seems to be the story of a middle-aged Japanese businessman who is trying to create the world's first RPG. Um, about him trying to cop off with an eighteen-year-old schoolgirl. It's that's what it seems to be about. It's, uh, I mean, actually, the mechanics of it is uh,
2: so it, it's. Um... I know who it's by, and it probably is about okay.
3: that. <laughs> that. that's not really okay, is it?
0: Uh, well, well, I tell you I, that I didn't have a problem with that. And I did have a problem about the aggressive in-app purchases. I mean, both is fine, yeah. thing, not like both. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he's he's uh, he's so he's he's building old eight-bit. Uh, uh, dungeons that the hero him goes through, and then you complete it, and he imagines that he's kissing the princess, and then it's, <laughs> it's him in his underpants. It's, it's, fu- it's supposed to be funny. Is it funny? It's funny because it's so stupid. Um, the game itself is quite uh, nice. What they in order to clear it, you need to um, <coughs> form one continuous path. Um, it's, it's quite knowing. Steve quite humorous. But literally, uh, this morning I, I wanted to have one. Go- I had I had one go. It failed on it, and then. And it was like, oh, you need to eat this in-game currency now in order to go. And I was like, okay, I'm going to uninstall you then. But so um, that was that. Uh, but then the flip side was, um, and I don't know why I did this. Um, Anne, you're coming up on February the 12th, right? Yep. I can't make it. You're not invited. <laughs> uh, Anne's coming up to play some VR, aren't you? First. We're going to play some VRs. Um, do not play Resident Evil Seven <gasps> in VR why like would you I did. Do that? Like I did.
3: Pretty
0: terrifying. <laughs> I uh, so uh, yeah. I um. I haven't played. I haven't picked up the VR since the Star Wars Battlefront mission, and so I got Resident Evil Seven. I thought I'm going to give this a go. Oh. I'm going to give it a go in the VR. I mean, and. I got a little bit spooked by the the Rush of Blood um, game, and that's just a, like a roller coaster with shooty things. Um this is a Resident Evil that is uh, set in—I can only tell you as much as the first hour or so, right? Okay. Set in a um, essentially a house in the woods. Um, it looks like it's um, rather than um, the Umbrella Corporation and stuff like that. What I imagine may have something to do with it. It's uh, it's more Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and so it's just horrible, really horrible really really horrible <laughs> like really horrible
3: do you think you'll go back and play it well n- a normal way no
0: I don't think I, so I, I, I said to Kay I'm going to play she says, oh <laughs> I'm going to watch you play that then because she, she can see the action on the yeah. TV while I'm sat there with my headphones on and then see me wincing and stuff and uh, yeah it's just horrible really really horrible and then I got to a bit and I kept um, being killed and I was being killed by a young lady who was shoving her chainsaw into me and it's all coming up like that and I'm like oh you died and i couldn't do that bit um so i left that and then i reconfigured the controls to make them because it's a vr game uh the default is sort of swiveling in increments and i made it more like a first person game which it is i, I sorted that young that particular young lady out and then um i mean i'm going to say spoilers but nobody should play this <laughs> Um, I got knocked out, woke up around a dinner table, just some horrific acts were going on. Then I had to escape, and I was being chased by this man who was going around this house, and I was like, okay. And it felt very similar to how I was with Alien Isolation, in that um, when I first played that in VR, uh, I went and found a cupboard and sat in the cupboard in the game while the alien paraded around, and I just waited to be slaughtered. <laughs> and with this, I, I was trying to, so you're sort of grappling with the game mechanics and the control a little bit and So I knew that this guy had seen me. And so what I did, Anne, which I'd like to think I wouldn't do in real life, is that I opened a door and I just, I just, I opened the door. I just crouched. (laughs) Just crouched like that, hoping that he wouldn't see me. And he did. He came out, he said, oh, trying to leave before dinner, were you? And then he came up to me, he stuck a shovel in me, and then he grabbed me by the head in first person VR and twisted it like that. (laughs) I took it off, as said to Cab, I said, I'm not playing that. <laughs> I, ever
4: I, I turned it down, I was asked to review it. And <laughs> so I played Amnesia, you know, the kind of like a seminal horror game. Right. Once, um, and I saw the first monster, and I hit F4, and I walked away from my computer for a yeah. few hours, and have never spoken of it again until I don't now. Do not
0: think I want to play this again? No. So now, Tim, for both of you. Ham, <laughs> what about you?
3: Uh, not the same. No. Not the same. No. Come over and play Resident but Evil 7. No. <laughs> um, so it's interesting, Robert wells wrote in about lego jurassic park because we saw the uh star wars rogue one recently yeah. and i was like oh star wars so we played lego star wars the force awakens, awakens.
0: i've not played that yet i do want to Ooh, is it good it's really good did you play it on playstation 4 yeah it has exclusive content doesn't it does it that explains how c3po gets his red arm i understand oh, I got to have it. Okay. oh no
3: have i Oh, don't know sorry right, go on don't know um, yes it's really it's it's really really good so it starts before it starts at the end of what's the one before it Jedi or Empire no?
4: just say whichever one you think and we'll just go with it
3: Jedi fake news okay. <laughs>
5: um,
3: so it starts at the end of mm, the one before uh, which is really good um, and I was think sort of it because otherwise if it started at the beginning of the film you wouldn't get much done like right. it's all just a bit like oh here's the, here's the people here's the stories whereas this gets you right in the action does it? flying around right. Um pew 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 is that how
0: Je- 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 that's how Jedi ends does it with the flying around I thought it ended with the dancing Ewoks
3: yeah it does do that as well okay. and you get to do Ewok stuff which is brilliant <laughs> um, so it really gave me everything that I wanted I nearly switched it off after that off after that but it didn't I carried on and it's um, yeah it's just so good it's uh, I mean the, the Lego games are so slick um, and wandered around it was really nice, jumping on things, got to pogo around on like some little birdie things um so I was playing it single player for a while and then played it uh co-op the screen is really weird when it goes between it does, yeah. co-op I don't,
0: I've got really I had a really, don't a like a really interesting story about that yeah I'm not sure what's <laughs> What I heard from some people currently unrelated to the Lego games is that the the person that wrote the split-screen code no longer works there. And no one currently working on the games knows how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's what I heard. Well, it that's, that might just be a story, but that's just what I heard. Yeah. But they don't know how that works anymore. The postal rates doesn't work there anymore.
3: It's a bit, it is a bit confusing sometimes. Uh, but it's so great. All of the like, all the little puzzles are good. Um, I did get foxed a couple of times, but then I figured it out because I'm not a kid. Right. It was. <laughs> fine easy um, yeah they're just really really fun and you get through the like you get the story plus you get all that uh, extra added um, Lego humor which sort of brings it into a different world and it makes it its own thing and it's not just copying um, stuff there were some things which just laughed out loud at as they happened and really good and I think a game that can make you laugh and not put your VR headset down and run away is a great game
0: how far have you got in the game don't know. Like, in terms of the film?
3: Oh, uh Because oh.
0: I'd be interested to know how they treat that moment. Wait, which one? Well, we have to be careful, because mm. in case yes. you haven't seen Force Awakens, no, but yeah. it's it made me very sad in The Force Awakens towards the end of it. Oh, How would you treat oh. that in a funny Lego
2: way?
3: Oh, well, <laughs> because in the... I haven't got to that bit yet, but in the run-up to it, it's all been quite, lol... Yeah. So yeah, that is the one thing they don't um, because it is it skews more towards humour. There isn't the emotional resonance that you get in the film, which, which is a bit odd. But it, but it does make it a different thing, and that's sort of what it's going for. So I don't. Yeah, I'm interested. Keep us posted. I will keep you posted. Uh, Seven out of ten.
4: Jake, what have you been playing? Yeah, um, I played inside finally this weekend, okay. start to finish. Um, I, I, I've not played it so
0: definitely I, no spoilers
4: I've reviewed it on the show you did be, I'd be interested to see what you think the same, same I don't know move. if I could spoil it honestly um, but mechanically it was a really nice puzzle game um, you basically move from left to right and then sometimes back to left um, and then there's a kind of a lot of just nice puzzles so some maybe you'll have to move a ladder or run away from a <laughs> <Wow>. dog
2: <laughs> and tell us more are there any crates <laughs> there are actually several crates yeah there um, are and some
4: crates with wheels I know. Um, and, I imagine. and that sounds kind of maybe a bit twee and old hat but I actually like the presentation of it is really really strong and um, yeah I sat down with my partner and we were going to play it for about an hour before we played Life is Strange also for the first time and then we just played Inside for six hours and
2: Hmm. played it from start to finish. Can't get more of an endorsement than that. Do you think Inside would be a better game if it were half the length?
3: You could have Finished it in three hours and then got on to Life is Strange.
4: Yeah, i I, I got to be honest. Like, um, I got kind of my my narrative impact because there are a couple of narrative bits going on and then I solved all of the puzzles and then it made me solve the puzzles again but with slightly harder variations. I Video games. Yeah. Video <laughs>
5: games.
2: Good. Score? Yeah, seven out of ten. Fair, fair, same Good. as we gave it. Steve. Uh, i been playing well i've been playing one game which is uh, elite dangerous as mentioned earlier in the show i found it absolutely overwhelming so i went to went back to slime rancher collecting plot uh last week but then still don't know what i met don't know what um cornell who makes doom rl or as it's now known drl okay uh he's a big marioke fan and i, I met mean- him when i was in switzerland <laughs> And I'm a big uh, roguelike and DRL fan. So that was nice. And he was telling me how he loves Elite Dangerous. And anyone who loves Elite, loved Elite back in the uh, 80s and early 90s should really give it a chance. So I went back to it. And yeah, I broke through the sort of bewildering thing, treated it like I think it's always best to treat games in that. Like, don't just enjoy exploring the things that you don't know, and try hitting buttons. And oh, I've accidentally shot a space station. Now I'm dead. I crashed into the sun. Ah, (laughs) That didn't go well.
3: We can try and see that.
2: So, so yeah, all of those things. And once I sort of coded my emotions like that, it was much more interesting. Did a run, took some fruit and veg to a to a a tech system, and uh, took some agricultural tech to a an agricultural system and it does feel very much like the old elite docking is really tough uh, like it used to be and Uh, as it should be yeah when I first first sort of arrived at a space station I was like "Ah, I've got this and then immediately crashed into little little, uh, little sort of guards around the docking entrance and then when I got inside couldn't find my bay and then landed on it the wrong way got told off for loitering by David Braben <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's
6: the also I directly. also
2: went to an, went to a I think in the tech system and the voice which is usually well you know there's a nice uh, very posh English lady who sort of guides you around and when I was in the uh, tech place it was a northern <gasps> English lady yeah. going like just just park over there love park over there is he <laughs> Yeah, so I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to have some more adventures in there soon. 7 out of 10. He he played the VR. Uh, Not yet, but I will do, uh, because I don't know where all the buttons are on the keyboard, so I can't put the... Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, uh, I just briefly also wanted to talk about a game I saw in Switzerland, uh, which made me angry. Um, So many of the games that you see when you go to, specifically, Swiss universities seem to be brilliant and making beautiful and interesting-looking games. Always recommend anyone who gets a chance to check out the Swiss booths at gaming conventions. We did that once. We did. We saw that developer whose name... we did, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, but I saw a game that made me angry because it was just exactly a game. It was that sort of sensation when I wish I'd thought of the idea. game's called Watcher, and you are a, um, the mother of some cubs, and all you have to do is look around as they sort of play around you and just watch over them and check nothing bad happens to them and it is adorable and the clever one of the specifically clever things about it is the mechanic is one you'll see one of the cubs eating something and they look at you for approval and then you have to either shake your head or nod. not oh. and just go yeah you can't go no 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 then the cub sort of stomps it. they are brilliantly cute and, and my well, i talked to the developer and most of it was just me going Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Uh, but it looks it looks like honestly it looks like a I mean it's early it's early early. Too early to say, but I think it'll be a proper seven out of ten.
0: Good. Good. Jake, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks. Uh, hopefully see you out of video brains. Yeah, you can come along at any time. Apart from Mondays
4: Well it's Tuesdays
0: now Or oh, Tuesdays it's all it's the
3: It's interesting oh,
4: Okay Yeah Maybe we will
3: Good um, As and long as it's not on Fridays Because that's only Connect
2: Tuesdays all the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> Best luck with Mario uh, With uh, Mario 20 Yes thing. With 20 something
2: uh, When we'll, are we going to see you next? Uh, well we will see that, the listeners yep. Next Monday uh, Maybe with a very special announcement Who knows Who knows Availability depending See you Thank, Thank you
3: Bye <laughs>